everyone, Rowan Odom here. We're pleased to showcase Dark Dice, a free horror actual play podcast. Chills and thrills await in this creepy campaign, brought to life with a fully original soundtrack. Follow the heroes as they try to survive the exhaustion, stress, and cold in Domain of the Nameless God, the show's first season. Each new season will follow a new story and cast, including a mix of first-time players and folks you might recognize, like Jeff Goldblum, Lily Pichu, and Jasper William Cartwright. Combat is edited to be condensed and enjoyable, while still playing true to the dice rolls. Every terrifying monster feels like it's actually in the room with you. Dark Dice is available for free however you listen to podcasts, or at darkdice.com. So ask yourself, do you seek him? This episode is brought to you in part by BroadlyEpi.com. Whether you want to level up your public health or programming skills for free, want to rent a scientist, or just keep up to date with some of the latest research in public health, go check out BroadlyEpi.com. They also offer custom software solutions for both quantitative and qualitative data analysis and have some tools ready-made on the website. BroadlyEpi.com. Epidemiology, broadly speaking. Hello, listeners. This is Ty Vaughn, writer for Syntax and voice of Silas Caldwell. I'm thrilled to showcase our sponsors, the exceptional creative software suite, World Anvil. World Anvil is the one-stop shop for tabletop gamers, fantasy and sci-fi authors, or world-building enthusiasts who just can't wait to start getting some thoughts down. This is far from just a wiki editor. They have a number of tools and features available, including world-building templates, an RPG campaign manager, a novel writing and publishing tool, interactive map builders, timeline builders, and more. Your vast web of outlines, character plots, and family trees has a home waiting on World Anvil. Check out the full features using the link below or by visiting worldanvil.com. Subscribe using the promo code in the description of this episode and you'll get 51% off an annual subscription, and you'll be directly supporting the creation of TSP Network shows. Thanks in advance for checking it out. Brought to you by Twin Strangers Productions. Wasting Company Time presents Tell No Tales Episode 6 A Visiting
Audio Diary of Leo Quinn, Assistant to Frank Williamson, Director of Better Place. Can you believe this? I haven't had a moment of peace for almost three weeks, and then Riley drops this one on my desk. They say it's because it'll give me a much-needed break, get me out the city for a while. But, I mean, really? Look at this. Case RM number 2233, Category 2, Case Status Active. Reported by Liverpool City Council. Initial report. Dear Ms Hayworth, Further to our conversation on the phone, I'm providing my report in writing as discussed. Regarding the haunting reported in Sefton Park, we received, some time ago, complaints of strange climate phenomena in the section of the park known as the Fairy Glen, in addition to a feeling of being observed. The latter of which we initially took to be an issue with trespassers, though we were unable to locate the purported trespassers. In the last few months, this has progressed to reports of strange manifestations in the waterfall, which, while I do not have all the details, seem to have sufficiently frightened passers-by. Please let me know if you need any further information, but if not, please do send an invoice for the cost of removal as soon as possible. I'm sure you're aware the process for funding services like these can be a long and bureaucratic process, so we're eager to get started right away. Thanks for your help. Maeve Slater, Assistant at the Parks and Green Spaces Department. Right, so... Yeah. Riley thinks it'd be a great idea for me to go up to Liverpool this weekend. Back to the old hometown. See the parents get out of cold, hostile London for a couple days. I'm sure they had my best interests at heart, but honestly, not sounding like my idea of a break. I do love Liverpool, don't get me wrong. It's just... You know how families can be. Especially since... Noah. Well, just things have been rough recently, but it's it's been so hard to get time to work a case file recently, and this is the perfect file. A solid category two, local government bureaucracy providing a perfect window of opportunity. It's not like I can pass it up. All right, okay, I'm doing this. Time to text mom and book some train tickets. See you on the other side. Sure, Leo. It's not that we don't think your dreams are worth following, only that, you know, we wish you had better dreams. Oh, Leo, it's just concerning that you moved all the way to London for a science role at your dream company, and now you're almost 30, stuck in admin, and they're still making you work weekends? Why do you have to be in London for an admin job you could do anywhere, Leo? Why not move back home so you can still be almost 30 working in admin, but now you can do it while also living with your parents? Because that'd be a step up for sure. Ugh. Don't tell, but somehow it's actually a relief that I'm wandering through an empty park at night in search of a possibly angry spirit. At least here I can make my audio notes in peace. If I waited until afterwards, I'd be trying to make them in my childhood bedroom, with constant interruptions and even more criticism of, they don't pay you enough to be doing work on a Saturday night, which, yeah, true, but I can't exactly tell them I'm going rogue. This might not be the dream job my parents expected when I told them I was moving to London, but if they're proud of me for anything, it's the fact that I've been in comfortable, stable employment for seven years. I'm not about to go around telling them I'm putting that on the line on purpose. 
It's fine. Once I get this recorder working, I'll make a name for myself. Me and my work and my invention will go down in history. Which, no, is not the point. The point is to help bring justice to better places victims. But if a Nobel Prize happens to be a nice little side effect of that, well, I know I'm not turning my nose up at it. Ugh. Definitely gonna have to delete that part if these notes ever do get submitted as some kind of formal evidence against Better Place. Alright, back on track. I'm not too far from the Fairy Glen, which is basically just a little wooded enclosure with a small waterfall in it. Riley couldn't find anyone who had died in the Fairy Glen, but they did give me a list of names that their research team dug up of people who had died in a about the right time frame and may have had some emotional attachment to the Glen. God knows how they managed that. It seems like info you can't exactly get using keyword searches, but hey. Riley's good at a lot of stuff, but if they're an expert in anything, it's digging far too deep into people's personal lives, so... Uh... Yeah, I think this is it. Yeah, here we are. Let me just... Uh... Hey there, spirit. Sorry, I don't know your name yet, but are you there? Sound. Uh... Okay, so here's how we'll do it. I'm gonna run through a few names, okay? Can you do me a favour and speak only if it's your name? I mean, you can speak now to confirm. Cool. Uh, so, uh, Laura Rose? Roger Sutherland? Hannah Doherty? God, sorry, I feel like a teacher. Uh... Okay, wait, hang on. This bench, the name looks really familiar. Uh, yes, Matheson. <laughs> right, so you're, you're Brian Matheson, of, of course, and the bench in loving memory of Anne Matheson. So, oh, she, she died before you did? Did you come here a lot after she died? Do you mind if I sit? Just so you know, I work for Better Place. I'm not sure how much I've trusted them recently, but if they really do what they promise, they should come soon and help you move on. I don't know if there's something after this in between, but if there is, you'll be together again, right? I can't offer much more than that, I'm sorry, but I can sit and chat for a bit if you like. I don't want to be presumptuous, just sounds like it might be a bit lonely out here. 
Yeah. No judgement, I get it. You know, I grew up here, but I live in London now. I miss my family, even if they can be a lot. I miss my old friends, but I love London and I've built a life there and I sometimes wonder if I'm always going to feel a bit split in two. Like, half from one place, half from another. Like, take my accent, right? I heard myself switch, even just talking to a Scouse ghost. It's like, when I'm in London, I don't mean to, but I hide it. And I'll still always be too northern for the likes of some of my co-workers. And then I'm up here and my accent comes back, but I've lost enough of it that I'm still an outsider here. Which, I mean, didn't mean to make that about me, but just to say, I get it. Missing people, being stuck in between, untethered. I don't, like, get it completely. Like, obviously your situation is harder than mine, just that I... Ugh... I sympathise. Oh, wow. This is what you've been doing since you progressed to a category two? This is what scared people enough to lodge multiple complaints. It's... God, it's beautiful. I've never seen a spirit manifest something so wholesome. Nothing's bleeding, nothing's crawling or burning, you've just... The waterfall, it's glowing and it's gorgeous. And in the brook, are they... Whatever they are, pale, silver, moving around just below the surface? You've made this place beautiful, Brian. You're just here, in the place you came to mourn your wife. Maybe the place you used to come with your wife, I'm guessing. Right. You're hurting nobody. You're just existing peacefully. You've made this place better. God, what is wrong with people? For the first time, the fairy glen has actual magic in it. And people are complaining about that? Ryan, I don't know you. I don't know if you need to hear this, but... Just in case you do, your afterlife, the time you've spent here in this glen... It means something. It'll stay with me forever, at least, so... There's that. Hey, uh, this might be a bit of a strange question, especially since I can't actually hear you, but what's that like? Loving someone so much, so much that even after her death, your spirit is still tied to this place, to this memory of her. Sorry. God, that must have looked so rude. Sorry, I was just, uh, 
texting someone? Just a girl I know. Nothing... No, no, don't give me those goosebumps. Nothing grand or declarative. Just a... Hi. Something to let her know I'm... I don't know, thinking about her or whatever. Shut up, it's nothing. Ugh. So, you know, Brian, why you've got me here? A captive audience who isn't going to run screaming to the council about the scary ghost. Is there anything else you wanted to show me? Like, anything else you can do here? <sighs> oh, wow. I... Were they even rosebuds originally? Or have you just made all of those bloom from nothing? You know what? Actually, it doesn't matter. Either way, they're... They're magnificent. Really. Did roses have some kind of significance for you and Anne? Hey, Brian. Why don't you tell me about her for a while? I've talked so much about myself. I know I can't hear you, but I can listen. Tell me about your life together. Tell me about what you'll say to her when you see her again, wherever it is you go after this. In fact, I know it doesn't make much of a difference, but I'm going to stop recording my notes too. I think... I think I just want to give you a little privacy to just talk, okay? He, uh... He had a lot to say, did our Brian? It's... Oh, yikes, it's nearly 3am, okay. I think it was worth it, though. Not just for the EMF readings, either, just... I think he needed that. I spend so much time monologuing into these damn audio diaries that I forget how important it is sometimes just to have someone listen, you know? I do feel... I feel like maybe I've lied to him, though. Like, I've led him to believe that Better Place are really on their way to help him. And... I don't know if they are. I don't know what they do to the spirits once the dispatches take them to the warehouse. Do they just get destroyed? I... I was raised Catholic, but I don't really have much faith of my own. I don't know if Brian does, but I mean... It's objective fact that something lingers after death, right? Centuries of scientists have studied and proven the existence of... If not souls, exactly something similar. Once a body is burned or buried, there's something else which can become a ghost. There's also scientific proof that the place ghosts exist is kind of a... Like a different plane, right? Like this kind of in-between spirit world. It always went a bit over my head. I was never great at the theoretical science stuff, but I mean, the point is, it exists. So, there's probably somewhere like that where the spirits who don't stay behind go. Surely. 
So the million dollar question, do Better Place actually send the spirits there? Or do we just destroy them? Because what if somewhere out there, Anne Matheson's spirit is just waiting patiently for her husband to join her and he never will because as soon as the council can arrange the payment, Better Place are going to permanently destroy him. I hate this. I hate this job. I hate this company. I hate that people like Frank have enough of a god complex to think it's totally chill and cool to just mess around with people's eternal, like, souls or whatever. And I hate that to do anything about it, I have to stay complicit just a bit longer. The only thing that's helping is that tonight, the data that I collected, it's gonna help in the end. I know it is. The work I'm doing right now, it'll help. Eventually. Not tonight, though. No. Tonight, I'm going home. Or my parents' home. I'm gonna hug my mum and dad and apologise for not calling enough and I'm gonna text Riley and thank them for pushing me to come here. And I'm gonna not check my phone to see if Julia's texted me back. Yeah. That sounds like a good plan for now. At least until tomorrow night when I get back on the train to my other home and can start working on applying these data to the recorder. Yeah. That's enough for now. Episode 6 of Tell No Tales, A Visiting, was written and performed by Leanne Egan. If you enjoyed this episode, the best way to support the show is to spread the word. Leaving us a rating and a review in your listening app of choice is a huge help. Or you can follow us on Twitter or Tumblr at TellNoTalesPod. Links and information about transcripts can be found in the show notes. Tell No Tales is distributed by Wasting Company Time Productions under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. Thank you for listening. And remember, the dead don't bite. <laughs>